You know what it is, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy. You know who it is, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy. Odie Mari, Sodi Mari, Mari, Sodi Mari, Sodi. Black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy. Hey oh, yes no. Are you ready? Let's go. Black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy, black and snurdy. It's the Black and Snurdy Podcast with Odie and Maurice. Check, check, one, two, one, two. Check, check, one, two, one, two. We are here again for another episode of the Black and Snurdy Podcast. I, of course, am one of your hosts, Maurice, and this is... And together, we are two black, sexy nerds. We come here every week to give you the news that you could use to just talk and bitch about whatever the fuck we want. And we can do whatever we want because we are black and snurdy. How are you doing? I'm doing You're not on microphone. So much better. So much better. (laughs) I'm doing good. Doing great. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm doing so much better now. Good. Yes. I appreciate that. Yeah, I I appreciate it too. And shout out to uh, my friend who is texting me, even though I told you that I'm doing a (laughs) podcast right now. You should be asleep right now. You told me you were going to sleep at eight. It is now eight o'clock. Why are you still texting me about your, uh uh-oh. It looks like the live has paused. Oh man! Why? Yeah. Uh, while you do that, also, uh, when you uh, could you hand me the TV remote? So right. I would need that. Why is it? It doesn't say it's paused on here. Oh, okay. Well, is it it, back up? it looks like it's back up now. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what it is. It, it's fine. It is what it is. Uh, hopefully, our listeners can give us donations, get us more listeners and stuff, so that we can upgrade our equipment. Yes. I'm back. Thank you. Thank you very much. So uh, what brings us here today? Uh, What brings us here to another episode of the Blackest Nerdy Podcast? We're friends. We check in with each other. We, you know, dish. It's, it's, if you haven't listened before, if this is your first podcast of the Black and Sturdy podcast, we're two friends who went to Howard together, didn't know each other at Howard, but it didn't stop us from becoming friends. And we basically, it's a lot like talking, uh, overhearing a conversation at your hair salon or your (laughs) barbershop, you know, you just, just to what? Yeah. At a hair salon. What other type of salon is there just, other than the website? Nah, never mind. I was making a... Oh, uh, you, were, you were attempting to make a joke? I wasn't attempting to make a joke. Oh, I decided good, not because, to make a joke. Because if you did, it did not last. Okay. <laughs> All right, Mr. Funny Bones. Yes, I am. Anyhow. You? Okay. All right. Yeah. I have a question for you. Sure. What's the question? If Is you... this one of the questions uh, that we usually open with? Okay. Or fine. is it... Fine, fine. Is this just a random question that you decided to ask me in the... It's okay. Look, listen. Look, sometimes in the realm of of a little peek behind the curtain of, uh, you know, production, sometimes, you know, there's a, a rush to get to uh, the time that you've set for yourself. And other times... 
you know, when you're ready, you stay ready. I don't know. What? The, can you? You know what? <laughs> you're irksome. No, I'm not. You I'm, are. I'm a wonderful, delightful human being. I beg to differ. Well, you can beg these. Um. So okay. what is the question? You know what? Beg these. Oh, uh, look at you all flustered. Shut up. <laughs> She's over here flustered, gang. Who She's over has here flustered. the greatest singing voice of all time? Oh, my goodness. Whitney Houston. No question about it. Um, hmm. Man, this is a difficult one for me, actually. I, I think Whitney Houston had a powerful voice. No, she it, did. It, if, if not her, then what? You think Mariah Carey? So these are people that I would, I, it's hard for me to pick just one. Mm-hmm. I would say, if, like, if I was choosing, mm-hmm. it would have, like, in the pool of people, it would have to be Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey. Yes. Michael Jackson. Ooh, he did have a powerful voice. Um, Prince, because he got, he got oh, those he, high notes. He has range for just days. all over. Yes. Um, and, but then I'm thinking about, like, you know how much, like, I love Otis Redding. Ah, I do know that. So in fact, I put that in a, in a, in a notepad recently um, called Odie Facts. <laughs> because my memory is not the greatest, so I, uh, I started a little fact list of okay. all the things that I know about you. I appreciate that. Uh, guess how many facts are in that list? A uh, hundred. No. One. Yes, exactly one, and it was Otis Redding. All it says is Otis Redding. It has there's no context for it or anything. I didn't write any other information down. So all it says is Otis Redding, and I'm like, okay, she must really like Otis Redding. Damn, this is a hard one. I'm I, honestly, I'm I'm gonna forfeit. The, I I can't pick one. Okay, because there's two. Because I'm, I'm thinking of like if I think about. From like jazz musicians, I oh, well, then I would say Billie Holiday. But then if mm. I'm thinking about like, what about Aretha Franklin, Shaka mm. Khan, Meh. like I don't know about Shaka. No, well, okay, we're not talking about present day versus Shaka Khan. We're not <laughs> we're talking not, about. We're not her. talking about like I hope she's okay at the picnic. No, we're uh, talking Shaka. about full force. She's drinking water, meditating, hydrated, and all that. Back she's in the, back in her prime. And I mean, even just five years ago when she was like, she was doing very well. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, the verses obviously was not her best moment, but no, it wasn't. Just like, no, it wasn't. There's just so, Phyllis uh, Hyman. So like just Ooh. so um, she was in uh, a singer who unfortunately um, unalived herself in the eight, late 80s, early 90s. Is that what we refer to it as? Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. For reasons of like the community we yeah. don't we don't we can't say that um we might get uh uh, uh kicked off of instagram live we might um now that it's owned by fucking uh what are they been, oh they what have they been calling him on um <laughs> what have they been calling him on uh on, on twitter uh i don't know i haven't seen uh, shit i've been know. calling him something and it made me it's laugh not, earlier he today doesn't own it. Twitter and Instagram. I thought I thought Twitter owned Instagram. No, Zuckerberg. Oh, owns Facebook owns yeah. Instagram. Okay, yeah. well, that but it's still very annoying. Fucking robot. It's still Who cares? annoying. Um, but I mean, then I think about Beyonce, Adele, Jasmine Sullivan. I don't know if Beyonce has uh, the range. Me? Excuse me. As, excuse me. As like excuse me. As like Mariah Carey. Excuse me. Or Whitney Houston. Have you not heard Beyonce sing? 
Live? Yes, I know that. Oh, yes, I've heard Love on Top. I've heard her mod. Have you not heard the register? She can't get this high up as more I care. Okay, but not a lot of people can. That's what I'm saying. But like, that doesn't the mean question, that. What is the question? That doesn't what mean is the question that Beyonce then? is not one of the greatest singers of all time. I, that's not the question Jasmine at all. Sullivan, Jasmine Sullivan has a very oh my deep, god that beautiful voice. The, it's the She's question: Who's get the greatest up artist I'm of all saying, fucking I'm time? I'm just saying you cannot dis. Count somebody because if they have a beautiful, oh powerful voice, fine. I that can sing pretty much any song. I would put her in A tier. I wouldn't put her in S tier. That's all I'm saying. All right, all right, all right. Fine. Jesus, we have a pool of people. Can you please, listeners? Can you give us some? Give yeah, us, listeners, reach out us, to us. Tell us who is right and reach out and touch. Oops, sorry, somebody's hand. Make this well. I know who's not. A or no, no. You just make me want to be violent. Well, you make me hungry for pasta. <sighs> I don't well, know. There's still someone there. Yes, okay, I, know, uh, I know. I know. Second I know. question. Second yes. question. We're moving on. Yeah, moving on up. Moving on up to the east side. To a deluxe apartment in the sky. Oh, moving on up to the east side. We finally got a piece of the pie. All right. I promise you all that we are literally, we've only had one, one. I haven't even had anything to drink. I haven't had a sip of this. Like normally I would be in my cups, but (laughs) right now I am simply just trying to get everything set up over here. And make sure that everything is functioning properly. Can I say that I want people to start saying in my cups more versus like drunk or inebriated. Yeah, I like I'm in that. my cups. I like that saying. Where did I, I wonder where I heard that first. I feel like we've heard it recently on um, Game of Thrones. Or, right. or sorry, House of the Dragons. Ha- or House of the House, House of Dragons. House whatever the fuck of- it's called. Incestuous USA. H-O-D. Like- <laughs> H-O-D. That's what I'm calling it. I love H-O-D. my cousin's D is what it should be called. Um. Oh my God. <laughs> That one was if you good. had not said that one was good, <laughs> I thought that it was, was fine. Good. It okay. was good. It was fine. It was good. It was timely. It was poignant, and it made sense. It was. It was. It was better than good. It was. It was serviceable. How about that? That's <sighs> okay. as, as as good as I'm ever gonna get it. Fine. Um. Happy. What book would you most like to share with your family? Hmm. Who moved my cheese? You always all, say that. Book. That's because it's one of my favorite. It's most info. All right, fine. Um, the five people you meet after you die. I know it's not hmm, the exact I've not name, read that book before. but it it is it, it was actually one of the first like grown up. I call it grown, grown up, up books. books. Uh, it was one of the first grown up books that I ever read. Um, and it was essentially you know just like the message being that. Throughout your life, you have, you know, positive, negative impacts on, like, all sorts of people. Mm-hmm. Uh, people who are directly in your line of eyesight, people mm-hmm. who, you know, you may not even realize. Mm-hmm. So just to be mindful of that, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm frustrated right now. Why? 
Why are you frustrated? Because you're getting messages? No, no. It has nothing to do with the messages. It has everything to do with the setup right now. What's like, wrong with the setup? No, it's just like I would like in my eyeline to be able to have some wrestling on. So I can stay up to date. You can put it on if you wanted to. You I can't. For some on. reason, it's for some reason for the listeners right oh, now. Says, oops. Yeah, for the listeners right now, there there seems to be some sort of technical difficulties. I'm also going having on. technical difficulties. My my computer won't let me look get any of the articles up because it says the clocks it's fucking on December thirty first, twenty eighteen. So then maybe this this is an episode where we just fuck around. How about that? Well, we still wanna... we can still talk about the stuff. I I, I I know there are a few things that we could talk about. There's still things we could talk about because I still know that I have the understanding of all the different stuff. Yes, but you know I like to have like quotes and shit, yeah. real journalistic like. Yeah, of course you're you of the two of us, you are the journalist. So I will just we're just gonna be going off the cuff. Yes, which right. is like, and you can't sue us for going off the look. We're having technical difficulties. Consider this to be <laughs> like a um a halfway shoot the shit. But a, also sourceless podcast. A warning. This is a this is a warning. This is not. This is for entertainment purposes only. This yes. is not to be taken yes. as liable. You're not supposed to be taking this as serious or anything like that. This is literally just two motherfuckers who are cool with each other, just talking about some bullshit that happened over the week. And also, I just want to say, regardless of what we say, even when we have articles, you should be looking it up yourself from verified, Do your own credible sources. Okay? Do your own due diligence. A dot com, mm-hmm. not a dot net. Uh, pr- maybe a dot org, depending. Um, but just make sure. Like, yeah, because is NPR dot org or is it dot com? Oh, is it? Is it? <laughs> In it. <laughs> in it. Yeah. I Somebody, has, have you been watching um, uh, Top Boy? Okay, this is Here's a quick anecdote. Uh, and, uh, sorry, you. I keep cutting you off. I like Top Boy. Yes. However, the same way that The Wire is difficult for me to watch because yeah. of how dark it is and there never seems to be a glimpse of joy, mm-hmm. that's what makes it difficult for me to watch Top Boy. Really? I think they're both splendid shows. Very, very well written. Very well acted. My boo... Uh, Damson Idris from isn't he from Top Boy? No, he's not. He was never in Top Boy. He was in Snowfall. Are I you think sh- you're getting him mixed up with the guy from Snowfall. That's probably another re- though. Snowfall is another reason why I can't watch that one. Is also the darkness. Yeah. Uh, so oh, I I love black British TV. Um, and black British actors. Um, it's just it's too dark. It makes me feel sad because I just feel like anytime those people find joy, mm-hmm. it's sucked away. How do you? How? I mean. Isn't that most of Harry Potter, too? I mean, yeah, but they're still whimsy. There's fairies and, <laughs> uh, and he nifflers. Put, he, puts a, he puts a wand up the troll's nose. The, There's whimsy. With the worst CGI in the world. Well, they, it got better over the years. Yeah, yes, it did. The CGI By the time did. the last book came out. Oh, were. my God. Professor Lupin, you're a wolf. <laughs> Wait, I didn't. Even, I didn't get to give my book. Uh, no, you didn't. So, what would book would you most likely share with your family? Okay, mm. so people would probably say, "I know it's going to be Harry Potter." You're wrong. It would be the Children of Blood and Bone series by Tomi Arayemi because it's full of beautiful black people based in Nigeria. Of course, it's and in Nigeria. it's um, based off the Orishas, which you know. I don't. So well, tell me the Orishas. It's, uh, so Ifa is the religion, Chiroba religion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ibos practice Elusi, but Elusi is much harder to find. But Ifa is a religion. It's, it's elusive. 
Fine. <laughs> Fine. You can there have we it. Go. You can have it. Yeah. Um, but um, Structurally, Ifa, that was really good. It was. It was very good. It's Ifa, then the Arisha are deities. Mm-hmm. And so in this book, it's talking about how, like, the magic, the land is called Orisha. However, it's in, like, if you looked at the map of Nigeria, a yeah. lot of the places that she's talking about, she, she still uses the names of places in Nigeria. Yeah. Um, so, um, basically, the Orisha, the magic has left the, um, the area, the, area the, con- the country of Orisha, mm-hmm. and this young girl basically um, is on a quest to find the magic and bring it back. Aww. So it talks about all the different Orisha. You learn about like the history um, and the different, just different things about it, which is like the first time I've ever seen uh, the Orisha in a fictional sense where it wasn't like kind of stupid and a bunch of like, Oh, this is voodoo black magic. It was, it was very well done. She's okay. a lovely young Nigerian American woman. I've met her at a book signing for the second book. The the author, the not author, the, the, author. Well, not the, the main, main character. The main character. She's beautiful. She has gray braids or locks. You know, I love that. Um, and she just—it's a beautiful story. Okay. Um, and I, anytime someone's going to talk about my culture and do it justice, is a is a thing that I want to read and pay attention to. And I think that we need more. Um, speculative fiction where black girls, black women are the uh, protagonists Mm -hmm. and we have a variety of just things to talk about. Shout out to Rashad! Boom! I see you out here. Um, That's what's up. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, that would be a book. The, the Children of Blood and Bone series. She also has a, there's a movie coming out. There's a third book and then mm-hmm. a movie. It's got one of the like largest, I remember when it came out, it was like one of the largest like amounts paid for yeah. a series. Yeah. And so if we could get Turfy uh, rolling out and Tomi Adeyemi in, mm-hmm. I personally, that's a quick little boop out. Yeah, me. that's good. That's good. Um, I think any forwarding of any new like you know sci-fi or fantasy that we could like produce and put into especially if it's black sci-fi it's yeah. black fantasy make that into a new blockbuster series yes. get somebody in there who knows how to actually tell a fucking story make it a trilogy get some big ass bucks get some black people on the production and in the writers room and in the uh and you know and in all aspects of it so that we can get paid and uh, show that uh, we support our own. Exactly. And I feel like Children of Blood and Bone has the, the capabilities of being what Harry Potter is to millennials uh, for the Gen Z alpha generation. For the TikTok generation. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, those, are, those are the two questions. So we can, uh, well, before we get into the main part of the podcast mm-hmm. um you know that each week then <sighs> well it's it's kind we might of, have to i i will say this we might have to space these out of something we or, can't something. space them out when these big unfortunately might have to do like a once a month thing because pro- people like, are dying we can't help it i people know that die every day, i'm B. well aware that people are dying my my thing is this like it i'm it just see it just seems like Every single fucking Unfortunately, episode. unfortunately, <laughs> it is true. And I know, it is and unfortunate are, that this week is... I mean, it just happens. And also, there's nothing we can do yet about yet another it. instance of, um, you know, uh, another senseless murder 
Because that's what it was. And, uh, and also, act of just murder that people just fucking happen. Die every day uh, through whether it is motherfucker. Did you just pop in here <laughs> just to get your hellos and then leave? Can you stay focused? Okay, I guess we are I will. Going into a somber moment. You're absolutely right. Sorry. No joking and laughs. I'm not. Okay. I, Can you do that? Can we have one time? Can I? No. All right. I. You know what? This is a respectful moment. This is, of course, our rest in power section. Yes. Where we have to, we're giving honor to those who have recently become ancestors. Um, and it is a, it's always a somber moment, as well as, in a way, a joyful moment. Because even though they are gone, they are definitely not forgotten. And... They are now here to, like, look over us and help us um, as we go through our daily lives. Mm -hmm. Um, So first, Calvin Butts, who was a pastor, he he was one of the, like, major guest pastors at Howard. He used to go be there a lot and, you know, just seeing a lot of um, memorials from him this week from people on campus. And, I mean, he was an older man. Um, but it's always sad, like, even if someone's 109, yes. you never, um, you're never going to be okay with them not being here. Um, so we, of course, send our love to his family, his mm-hmm. parishioners, all those who knew him. Um, and uh, also, we're sending a, a rest in power, of course, to take off from the Migos. I think this was such an unexpected, senseless death. Mm-hmm. That did not need to happen. Um, and, you know, even right now, Quavo's assistant, who was also shot in Houston during this incident, he's fighting. For, he did not pass, but he's been he's, in the hospital. He's on, like, life support. And, you know, it's just, I wish we could get to a place. Like, I, I don't, we cannot, we cannot uh, blame music for this. Not yeah. to say that there's not there are not some things that we could change about the music industry, Mm -hmm. but this is not about music or entertainment or anything. It's about people having guns and thinking that they need guns. When in reality, like if you have a problem with someone, you guys should just fight. You just have a one-on-one fight. But the first thing that comes to people's minds now is just like, I'm just going to shoot. And he was a bystander in all of this by all accounts. Every account that I've read shows that like he, it was like a stray, you know what I mean? Yeah, like a like a stray. There bullet was an argument, and even Quavo was trying to walk away and just be like, "Okay, whatever, you guys got it." And then next thing you know, this person decided they're going to be a big man is shooting all over the place, and unfortunately, Takeoff was shot twice. Um, and it's just very sad. That's a, it's like it's tragic for a lot of ways. One, he was only twenty eight years old. Only twenty. He was just talking about getting his flowers and wanting to have longevity in the industry and people to always, you know, remember him and his music. Um, And just the fact that, like, Quavo had to watch his best friend, his bandmate, his nephew be murdered right in front of him. And I don't think that's that's a trauma that I wouldn't wish on even, like, my worst enemy. Um, So I just, we're sending so much love to the Migos, to their family, their friends, and everyone that knew them, because this is just a, it's something like a a death when someone's sick or, you know, when they're old or something, it's something that you you can almost kind of prepare for, but this is something that 
nobody would think like I'm bowling with my friends and shooting dice. And then the next morning they're not going to be there. Um, my hope is that this is enough to mend whatever riff exists with, yeah. with uh, the remaining members of the Migos, Offset, and Quavo. Yeah. Um, I hope that, you know, obviously, you know, like, I, I, nobody wants this to be the reason why people come together. But, but it's like, I if it's a catalyst, then that's if a... If it's a catalyst for know. change and reconciliation then, you know, all the more better. And I'm not even talking about on a music front. I just, just mean, as like, family, as yeah. family. Because fa- they were all family. I do, feel, I do feel very sad for Offset that they were beefing at the time of his death, and mm-hmm. who knows how, you know, the rec- what, where they were in reconciliation and all that. Because I think to lose a family member and a friend is hard enough without thinking about, damn, when's the last time we spoke? Yeah, You know, and I think about that sometimes when, like, people in my family have passed. Even though we may have been on good terms, I'll be like, wow, I, I should have called them more and, and spent more time with them. And I think that's something that, if we were on bad terms, it would have been even more heart-wrenching. Yes. So, just hold each other close. Oh, oh and, and just even just thinking about DeVito. The Afrobeat uh, artist. Yes. His three-year-old son just turned three, like October twentieth. A week later, in the pool, he he ran off into the pool. Nobody noticed him. He ends up dying, and it's like just three years old. That's a the family's worst nightmare. Um, so we just everyone thoughts and prayers. You know, rest in power. To uh, everybody, uh, everybody's family, everybody who uh, had been affected by these passings, um, and just know, love upon one another. Yeah, love just, upon love love up on people while they are still here. Give yeah. people their flowers while they're still here. Because you literally you never know. Because you of the never place. know what's gonna happen. So that's it. But thank you all for honoring the ancestors with us. And now we can jump into our regularly scheduled programming. This must be pop. Okay. All right. This is our pop culture segment uh, where we go through uh, the fuckery of the week. <laughs> we go through, sometimes it's good fuckery. Sometimes it's just standard boilerplate bullshit. Um, but we're here together to talk about it and to get our thoughts and opinions on it. Okay, so number one, Nick Cannon um, <laughs> is adding on to his basketball team. Baby number 11. 12. Right? 12? Oh, 12. Damn. God yeah. damn. Okay. 12. We on this podcast have talked about Nick Cannon's various he's baby very potent. pop. He's, he's very a, potent. He's very potent. I wonder at this point, is it that he he's actively trying to have more and more kids? Do you remember? Is he trying to do? I wonder. I have a theory. I have my my theory is that Nick Cannon. He's the only Cannon of the in Hollywood right uh-huh, now. There's uh-huh. he looks around. He sees all these fucking families, the fucking Baldwins, the fucking Scars guards. <laughs> uh, he he sees the Wans, mm-hmm. you know, like even even there's supposed to be uh, a new show with uh, Damon, Damon Wayans, Wayans and, and Damon Wayans Jr. Yeah. Uh, I'm maybe, actually watch it. I maybe he's looking around and he's just he's like, you know what? There needs to be a new black family of entertainment. 
and it's going to be a bunch of cannons running around. They're going to have their own reality show, Keeping Up With The Cannons. The Cannons. Oh, God. Remember that DJ Cag? Yeah. Like, the Cannon, Cannon. Um, I, you know what it makes me think of? Like, remember that episode of The Cosby Show where all the men were getting pregnant because they when they would kiss their wives? This is the Cosby show? Yeah, Bill was pregnant. Um, uh, Theo got pregnant. Um, it was like a dream sequence. What? Theo was pregnant. With the, what? the clues all, all were all were there. Pregnant. The clues were there that he was a fucking creep this entire time. He put it in the show. I've said it multiple times, that barbecue sauce episode. <laughs> I said that years before they mentioned it in the documentary. Yeah. I'm just like, why is there yeah. an episode you were tra- where, he's, trailblazer in where he's drugging people in the barbecue sauce episode? <laughs> But that's what it makes me. I don't want even. I don't want Nick Cannon to sneeze near me mm-hmm. on the off chance that somehow his little cannons are gonna oh, get me pregnant. I just bummed myself off because I was gonna yell as an ad lib off chance, but like oh. that kind of bummed me out. Damn. Doing uh, Migos ad lib seems in poor taste right now, uh, but it's okay. But it's the memory okay. lives on. The, me- the the memory of takeoff lives on. So. Um, I just feel like, you know, maybe, maybe that'll be the episode title, uh, Ad Libs. Ad Libs in Heaven. <laughs> um, and will I remember it? That's the big question. That is a big question. Because yeah. you said that last week and I you said, did not. And I don't have a pen. <laughs> it's a little, you can use a little minor. Not, I hate the sound that that makes on regular it, paper. Really? Yeah. It makes a difference. You did that the other day, uh, writing the USPS note. And it was the, killing you? And it, it. It was like nails on a chalkboard. I will keep that in mind. Okay. So I can do it while you're sleeping. I know. You're a fucking terrorist. <laughs> and. You'll be taking a nap. I don't trust like you. <laughs> that and needles irritate the shit out of me. Oh, good to know. Good to know. I'm tracking that away in my little fact sheet. Um, Okay. What was I saying? Anyway. Shots, Kirsten. Uh, Kirsten Cutchin. <laughs> I hope I said that right. I think so. Oh, you're not even on here anymore either well, way. You they gotta, were here for a second. They were here for a second. You got a fucking shot. <laughs> um, what if this is the person that I know? Can you pay attention? No, I obviously can't. This is the We're ad-libbing at this point. Like We this are is, not. I'm discussing this topic. Okay, my bad. Sorry. Thank you. <laughs> not really. Uh, but um, yeah, you were saying. Do you remember that a few weeks back when we were talking about one of Nick Cannon's other children? Yes. Where that woman on Twitter was giving, was talking about that Nick Cannon was just having babies to get their spinal cord blood. Or not spinal cord, their oh, own, uh, stem the, cells. The, the stem cells. Mm-hmm. But now I'm starting to think, maybe she, has, she might have had yeah. a good conspiracy theory. No, you he's, know? he's gonna he's gonna line all of his children up into a circle. <laughs> they're gonna prick their, they're gonna do like a, a wolf pack, sort of like cut their palms, uh, dip the blood into like a pool, <laughs> and he's gonna bathe into it. It makes me think of, um... Because Nick Cannon looks, looks pretty good for his age. But what's the Black thing? Black don't crack. What was the movie, the Guardians of the Galaxy movie, where uh, Chris Pratt finds his father and his father's an evil man? Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Yes. Maybe it's one of those situations. Maybe maybe he's looking for the eternal youth so that he yeah. can download his consciousness yeah, into or one of his children. It's like, okay, have you ever seen that movie, Never Let Me Go? No, I've never seen okay, this Okay, well, movie. it was from a book. 
that came out. I don't remember when the book came out. The movie came out when we were in college. Never Let Me Go. Never Let Me Go. It was starring um, oh, that, that white actress who's American, but she always plays British. Fuck. Can't remember her name. You also are, Spider-Man. You are the lady from Abbott Elementary. <laughs> Ooh, that's, that's one young <laughs> But there's the and spider Andrew Garfield's in it. And another actress. Oh my god. But basically the premise is None of this is helpful. Well, whatever. you you guys will know what I'm talking about. The premise is this, you? it's a dystopian society yes. where they um created they like I don't know if they were clones, but people they made children mm-hmm. and were raising them like healthy children, kind of like the movie The Island, where they were harvesting their bodies. Harvesting organs. Yes. And so maybe it's one of those sort of situations. Like a never let me go situation. Yeah. You know, when he when he, he's gonna party well clearly he's partying hard right now because he's having all these babies. He's I mean, having all he's these fucking something. babies, you know what I mean? What at a certain point, like the women have to know that he's super, like, sperm, they, spermified and spermed no, up, right? They, no, all of these women who are having these babies are very well aware of that he is potent. Anytime, all this tells me is that he doesn't plan on retiring anytime soon. I mean, he has... But from fucking I mean, and from the, entertainment. He has Nickelodeon money. Does he have any Disney money? Has he been in any Disney movies ever or TV shows? What Nickelodeon money? The Nick, Nick Cannon, Cannon show? show. And he was on. What was the last shows? time you saw anybody I've never seen that, but he Nick probably Anna. has money I've from seen that. more people singing Taina than. Taina, Taina. I can't wait to see my name in lights. No one's gonna stop me. You'll see. I will go far. Taina. Okay. Ta- okay. Yeah. So. Who, he has money. He got drumline money. He has, he um, has, because that show's always on that's BET. That's always on. He has, he has the money. He has He's the, on America's, America's Got Talent. Well, no, not anymore. Because remember oh. he said that, I think he said something that was. Wait, no, he's on something. He's on a bunch of things. He's oh, got oh, oh, oh. Wildin' the, Out, the obviously. One, the one, uh, I think he's on the one with the mass Singer. Oh, that's him. He I is on mass Singer. That. Yeah, he is he's on He's on a lot of shows. So he has money. He's raking it in. Mm-hmm. Um. But I just feel point, like these women just don't care about how many kids that he has. They don't care about their pH balance or HPV. Um, and they're just like, you know, shoot the club up, my friend. I will say this. He's probably got a clean dick. Because you know damn well we would have heard something by now. Mm, if Do you think so? I don't. Mm, hey. We would have heard that he, like, it would have been like kid, baby mama number 13 with baby number 27. <laughs> Got HPV from NIC. But the thing is, like, okay. HPV is one of those things that you could get from form of various things. So what if they don't know? It's You're the first. Odie said you can get HPV from toilet seats. I never Let said that. Be, that. Yeah, we're, never, this is now the Joe Rogan I podcast. We are uh, giving out misinformation. No <laughs> warning on the podcast. That. Just a bunch of bullshit. Because the thing is that men can't be tested for HPV. And if they can, no doctor does it. So, Word? yeah, that's why they're carriers of it. Why am I giving so much blood to my doctors? They why test you doctors? for other stuff, but they just don't test for HPV because doctor doctors uh, hate with people with uteruses. And because HPV only really affects people with uteruses because it gives them uterine cancer, possibly, then they was like, eh, why should we make a test? 
that's going to ensure that someone's not going to be passing this shit around. You know, why don't we just clip women's wombs and peep other people's wombs and just test them when they have an abnormal pap smear? These are the things that happen when when you people like HPV is terrible. But if these women don't have it, I hope so, because they're sharing all the dick. And if they're and the thing is, they're not even maybe they're are they having they are they only having sex with him? I don't this is remember that thing they used to tell us. Well, I don't know if they told you guys this, but I remember always hearing the like, if you have sex with one person, you're having sex with every single person they have sex with. And now it's a stupid, that is a stupid, false. Well, yeah, stupid I'm bi, thing to say. so that sounds fucking sexy as shit. But like, it's <laughs> like I'm just like I don't need to know how many people you had sex with. I just need to know how many people were attractive. <laughs> please let me know. I mean, if you fucked in your shabba, please. Yes, let please. me have some of that. Then from the trends of the property, I got. <laughs> I, you just got all up in my guts, too. <laughs> but it's just, it's a, hey, do what you want to do. Have all the children you want to have. You can afford them. But I just feel like it's not just money that raises a child. It's time. It's emotional labor. And and also, do these children all know each other? Are they do, Does Mariah want her children to be spending time with his other 10 children? Who knows? And I think it's very important that parents to ensure that their children, regardless of who, how many partners they have, or children, parents they have, that they ensure that their children all know, love, and respect one another. Because to me, like, that was always very important. I would say to, like, my mom and stepmom and my dad, like, all of them were very clear that, like, our my uh, siblings would know each other, love each other, like they, they call each other, they call each other siblings. And that was not ever something that like I told them to do. And so I feel like it is imperative for parents to like make sure that their children are emotionally taken care of when they're in a blended family, because that is a very uh, precarious situation. And I'm curious how you can do that when you have 12 different households. Or how, maybe, he, he, oh, sorry, he has, like, maybe six or seven different households because some of them have, like, multiples. But it's too many. That's too many people to be sharing fatherly time with. You don't all live together. You're not living on a compound. Mariah's not sending her children to a compound. I know that much. I just had a thought. What was it? What if all of this is because Nick Cannon is a really big fan of Game of Thrones? Why would that be a case? Well, who's gonna who's gonna take over the the canon kingdom? Okay. Once <laughs> once it's all done. Once <sighs> once who who is next in line? Who is the who is the legitimate heir to the to the canon throne? We're moving along. <laughs> okay. So Drake has a new album. Yes, uh, I have not Drake with uh, Twenty One Savage. Her loss. That's what it's called. Her loss. Yes. Okay. Yes, I did see pictures easy. of it. Is it so all, both? It's like a dual album. No, it's an EP. That means that it's a it's it's technically shorter than a full length album. Oh, okay. But he and Twenty One Savage have like the same amount of songs, or they're on every song together. They're they're on most songs together. Okay, so on this song, for whatever reason, he decided he wanted to call out Meg Thee Stallion and Serena Williams, uh, who he kind of. They were going out they a little like bit. A, they they were like going, going on some dates. They were going on some dates yeah. for a while. They dated a little bit, but it didn't turn into anything serious. Mm-hmm. This was in maybe like when we were in college. Because um, I remember seeing pictures of them together. Um, he called, uh, Drake called Serena's husband, um, Alexis Ohanian, 
a groupie, which Alexis was like, I love fucking watching my wife be a badass. So yeah. you're lost, my dude. Stay over there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he decided to say, uh, make us a, a, a call out to Meg the Stallion saying something to the effect of she's lying about the shots, but she's still smiling, though. And I was just very confused as to why he would be making jokes about this black woman being shot. Um, Is Tory Lane sucking your dick or something? Like, why are we caping for him? It's like, it doesn't make any sense. The line is, this bitch lie about getting shot, but she's still stallion. Shorty say she graduated. She ain't learned enough. Play your album track 1K. I heard enough. Well, sir, I've heard enough. And I don't want to listen to the stupid ass album. Okay? I don't want to hear you or 21 Savage doing anything. So. I just think that we're in a weird period where, and I'll, I'll always remember this. I'll always remember where I was when Pusha T bullied this man into being an actual father. <laughs> he has all this smoke for all these women. Uh, but he has no smoke for the actual dude who uh, literally showed that Drake had blackface at one point in his career, like put on blackface and did this, like on some bamboozle shit, has nothing for him, has no, no disses, no nothing, because Drake, I mean, because Pusha T beat the shit out of him on lyrics, but he has something to say about Meg, or he has something to say about Serena. He also said That's something weird. about um that I, I'm, I'm I do not know this artist. I well I know of her because I've heard like a snippet of a song and Little Nas X was her for Halloween. But I think her name is Ice Spice. Ice Spice. He said something negative about her too, and it's just like, why are you trying to come for? Like, are you um? Oh fuck! What are you like an incel daddy? I what know, is going on? I think I think his I think his cornrows are too tight. <laughs> The blood circulation is not flowing correctly. Okay, that makes sense. In his pen. That makes you know? sense. So, therefore, in, in his pen and in his uh, pen writing fingers. Uh, <laughs> and I think now he thinks that he's one of the sis, uh, one of the sisters that could just, like, you know, do all, throw all this shade to other women, which is, dude. It's weird. You're, it is weird. You gotta, you're a grown ass man. Yeah. You're, you're close almost to 40. 40. You're almost 40, sir. Yes. Like, taking shots at Megan. Like, if he was saying, like, oh, she... Because I feel like I saw somebody saying, oh, what if he's talking about she just got body shots? Okay, but he could say that in another way. He could say she said she doesn't have her body done, but she's lying. Like, that would have been the same thing. No, he said she's lying about being shot, which is something that has been clearly a target against Megan since that little troll doll Mm. shot her, what was that, two, three years ago now? Damn. Like, we... Tory Lanez is not the person you need to be caping for. Right now, that stupid little boy is at home on in house, house arrest. arrest for assaulting August Alcina because he was so unnerved because the dude didn't want to dap him up after Tory Lanez was talking shit about him. I wouldn't want to dap Tory Lanez up. His, his hands are probably sticky. Yeah, he, like, uh, what was that series that he was doing on Instagram before all this happened? The like, one where he would have COVID women, like, Chronicles or some shit like that, or COVID Cuties, whatever it's called. Um, no, that was, that was mine. Oh, my bad. Sorry. My apologies. Sorry. Trademark. Was it trademark? No. You gotta have to trademark that. <laughs> oh, shout out to, uh, uh, oh, Julian. Easy Julian. You're not here anymore. Look. If you're gonna pop in, <laughs> pop it, pop 
say hi, we'll wave at you or whatever the fuck it is. But like, come on, stay a little bit. Like, don't we miss you? We mi- we miss the people. Not we miss the people. We want you to be here. We're on these ra- these long ass rants. I'm not looking down. <laughs> you know what's happening? What? When they're going to Instagram, you know how that Instagram always pops up like someone's having live while you're trying to check your notifications. Yeah, you're trying to check. They're your clicking notification. in and they're like, "What the fuck is happening?" I don't. Yeah. I mean, I do the same thing. I don't want to watch anyone's live for the for the most part. Yeah. Unless it's like they're doing something. Unless they're doing something entertaining and instead of just like, like instead this. of just looking at the looking at the thing like this, like this. Like, <laughs> look at my double dinner. chins. <laughs> I'm at the club. <laughs> hey, I'm sipping on. I'm I'm I, I have hookah. Look at me. <laughs> is that what people do on your timeline when you click on this? Yeah, but I follow a bunch of bad bitches. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. They can get away with it because, you know, like, because of the rest of the content. Uh, and I am a strong supporter of content creators. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yes, I am. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> all right, so, what's next? Um, um, okay, now this is disappointing. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rihanna is having a Savage Fenty event, which I was very excited about because mm-hmm. I know several people who are going to be in, th- in that. Winston Duke, mm-hmm. I believe maybe Sierra might be in there. And just like tons of other popular artists that Funky, we, fresh. we love to see. Um, but then yesterday or the day before, I saw that for whatever reason, Johnny Depp. Why? What, what demographic is Johnny Depp appealing to? If you wanted to get an old white guy, I could have picked other ones. Bruce Willis was right there. I would have picked Bruce Willis to do it. But to be fair, he would be so confused as to whatever is no, happening. Because he only has aphasia. He does not have dementia. He would be he can't necessarily talk, but he like and, and he can't always like speak. Could well, you imagine but he would be his able to ass out he's, there no, in he's some not sexy no, ass underwear? He is not. I just literally his wife. Put up a video of him during the summer. He's walking around, picking up his grandkids, running around. He's his physic his physical form is fine. He just has aphasia and is is not able to remember the words to things as clearly or to speak as clearly. But he could walk a runway. He doesn't have to say anything to do that. But look look you'll think of all how many older white actors can you think of besides Bruce Willis that would have been perfect for this? I could name him. Now all I can think of is Tom Hanks and Savage. Listen, Fenton. I would take Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks is a little zany. First off, none of these niggas have asses. Does, what does it matter? Johnny Depp doesn't Johnny have anything. Depp First of all, have you have seen his ass. face recently? Yeah, he, he... It's melting. He looks like a scarecrow. <laughs> he does. He looks he does. like a scarecrow <laughs> made out of wax. That uh, is literally basting in the sun. There's just, and I and I don't know if this was, was this a, is this one of those things where somebody was just like, hey, we're going to hire this person and Rihanna didn't think about her. She didn't, maybe she's not maybe, looking at the news. Who yeah, knows? I don't, I think maybe this is somebody in her camp. You know, like she, she's but not running is, all of the operations. Uh, she, she's like high up at the top. She's not like. But remember when, before Renaissance came out, where it was found out that Beyonce was doing is, background is there, checks. Is there even a possibility of remembering before Renaissance came no, out? I mean, like, no, because it's amazing. Ugh. But <laughs> but remember, like Beyonce was literally fact-checking the people before they came onto the album yes, that is right. to make sure there was nothing that would have taken. The thing is, 
it doesn't matter that you are the you're the head. You're not necessarily doing all those little nitty gritty. Yes. However, you're not on the front line. Somebody, anything that's going to take away from the show, from the the production, that needs to be mitigated and like removed. Yes. And this is someone like Johnny Depp is not even like right now in the cultural zeitgeist outside of incels and pick me's mm-hmm. that care about seeing him. Um, and there's so many other people. Chris, Chris Hemsworth. Right there. There's like a thousand uh, so Scars many. guards. So, so many. So many fucking, you could have got Bill Skarsgård. I would have even Peter Skarsgård, and he's not even like the cutest one. Bill is the worst looking one of them okay, all. Okay, we didn't have to say that. Sorry, he's the, well, he's from he's It. A dis- no, no, no. Peter is the eldest brother. Then who was in It? That's, I think, Bill I thought that was yeah, That's what I just said, I Bill. said Peter. And I'm talking about Bill. And I, but Okay, we're not getting into this. Either Sarsgaard, we could have had a Sarsgaard, a Hemsworth, a Baldwin. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a list of myriad of actors. Yeah. Except for someone who is just literally has gone on trial. Fresh for off being of a case. A domestic abuser. Because remember when, I think it was Drea Michelle. She was a dream Michelle, or maybe it was another uh, another like influencer who had said something about um, domestic violence abuse, uh, domestic violence victims. She was cut from Savage Fenty about that, and so I'm like, why would you let this woman get away? Like, get cut this woman, which was I felt like you know you can't talk about domestic abusers uh, or victims in a way that's disparaging. Uh, and get away with it. So I'm like, fine. But this person was actually on trial. And it was, and it's never been, none of the things that he supposedly did were unverified. It was just that it was whatever she was suing about was not like, they couldn't find the evidence for that. But he admitted to plenty of the things. So it's just, it's, it's disappointing because Rihanna, obviously, we love our Bayesian queen. Yes. We've supported her. Through the different trials and tribulations. Yes. Maybe she's just too um, removed removed and busy with the baby that she wasn't paying attention. But I feel like this is a drop ball. And I, and I'm, it just, it's unfortunate because this is just, it's an overcast on what would be otherwise a very great show. Um, that's showcasing the thing about Savage Fenty. There's different bodies, different ethnicities, differently abled people. Like it's a very inclusive brand. Although I will say, remember that time I okay, and I tell you about how when I was in London in 2020, they had a Black Friday sale. I was mm-hmm. very excited. I purchased all this stuff. I'm waiting months and months and months and months go by. Never received my shipment. I just thought because at that time, height of the pandemic, nobody's shipping things on time. I call into them, and they said that they canceled my order because I was purchasing something. With a U, because I was when I was in London, it was with a UK IP address, and the shipping was in United States. But they didn't give me my money back until I called them. So, Fenty people, get your shit together, because Ivy Park would never. That's it. Yeah, that's it. Okay, that's fair. Um, let's see. All right, Kyrie Irving suspended for the Nets. For five games. Yes. Without pay. Without pay. Uh, he, after he, so basically what happened last week with the whole Kanye situation, he um, posted up a picture of a movie. I think it's called, it was something like 
from Hebrews to Jews or something like that. It's a it's an anti it's a a movie that's about talks about black people being the rightful Hebrews or something like that, and allegedly has very anti-Semitic material. I've never watched it. I never heard of it until I saw the picture. Um, he said he put that out, and then he was in press conferences, like kind of like saying that he loves everybody and he's not anti-Semitic. Da da da. Ended up apologizing for agreeing with Kanye and having posting up this anti-Semitic movie. Um, and then he allegedly was donate. Well, he and the and the NBA or the Nets had did a joint statement where they said they were going to donate five hundred thousand mm-hmm. dollars. I believe to ACLU um, or like another organization that uh, works with uh, anti um, or like anti-Semitic hate and like pushing against that. Um, they have denied his donation because they said they could not take it with a rightful heart. Although I'm like, I feel like y'all take this, take his money. Yeah, take his money and use it for good. Yeah, take his money. But or he, I'll take the money. Like um, send the money my way, and I will. Yeah, I know a lot of Jewish people to help. So yeah, lahayim. This is going to be also added to the barking. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. No, no, no. I didn't no, say that no. I was one of the chosen people. God, you get my blood pressure up literally every episode. I just said. Every episode. That I know my best friend, Sam. He's you can't. On this podcast. Okay, we can't do. <laughs> my best friend is Jewish. No. Okay. But, my, but, what, but what if my friend actually I mean, is, your best friend My best is friend literally Jewish. is. Sam, get on this podcast. I feel like, please, Sam, can you w- listen into this part and, and tell, tell him whether this, or not he's allowed to say Lahayam in this context? Please I, and thank you. I, and, I, and I said it as straight as possible. I didn't put extra emphasis or, or anything on it. Okay, moving on. Okay. Kyrie um, has been suspended. Yes. Then you have all these incels and hoteps and foteps. Uh, trying to boycott the NBA and all this bullshit. Um, first off, none of these motherfuckers are boycotting shit. They didn't even okay. boycott football. They didn't. Fo- well, first off, they were never going to boycott football. Like, like they, they said they were boycotting, but they were definitely watching. They, they were, went to Super Bowl parties. They, they were all hell. I don't even watch football. And even I was watching football. Like, you know what I mean? Like I, like I've seen as many games as all those people who said that they were boycotting football when Colin Kaepernick was getting blackballed. Okay? Yeah. It's just, I think that the thing about it is, like we said last week, there's a difference between having facts because the things that people, some of the things that people say yeah. can be factual. Yes. But when you are misusing those facts mm-hmm. to um, add to a certain agenda, it's no longer just facts. It's like now it's you're turning into, it can turn into anti whomever speech and if you are not learned enough to be able to dis- discern between that just shut up i was the other day i was walking down flatbush and there's that ankara store where they have those different things i was talking to the owner very nice and i saw, we were t- we ended up talking about kanye why were you in the store they were selling ankara stuff i wanted to see if they had anything for black panther okay gotcha okay. and so we were t- ended up talking about kanye and all this stuff and i just said I don't want to hear any more celebrities or any famous people talking about subjects that they are not experts in. Right. Because at the end of the day, you have a lived experience that you could talk about. That's fine. 
But so many things that you hear people, like the rhetoric people are shouting out, are just things that are like urban legends in the community. They're talking about them, but they don't they're really have the facts. and shit. And so it makes it, it's a very disingenuous uh, historical context for you to say things and not have real information to back it up. Because if you haven't read the books and, 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 and the journals and any of the peer-reviewed studies, et cetera, et cetera, what you're saying, it's not credible to me. And all you're doing is causing more division, more issues, more heartache than there needs to be. It's a very simple thing. Yes, there are Jewish people who could be anti-black. Yes, there are black people who can be anti-Semitic. There's all these, all of these things are possible. And all I want people to do, do your reading. Go ask a scholar. Find a scholar, a real one, like not Dr. Umar or Tariq Nasid. Find a real scholar who has some PhD in something. Ask them a question, because they will tell you. But people who have write, written papers, they will gladly, if you email them, say, Hey, your paper that I saw in JSTOR, is, I can't afford it. Do you mind if I have a PDF? They'll send it to you because they want people to read their research. Like, stop looking on your Facebook feed and your Twitter feed and all these people who have literally spent zero times researching anything and getting your news. Because it's all it does is now you've had to pay $500,000 to, to donate, and they don't even want it because you, now you look stupid. It's just, it, it's too much. You heard that uh, Kanye uh, has an interest in Hitler, right? Yes. I saw that he allegedly signed. People had to sign many NDAs, and he's had to send many people uh, for those things. Um, for those things, uh, settlements. Settlements, yeah. And so it's like, that's the person you're listening to. Yeah. Guess the person who says he doesn't read. And anyone who tries to tell me he was, he was just trying to get out of his contracts. No. No one's trying to be l less of a billionaire. Once they get there, because they don't want to pay taxes already because they don't want to be less than billionaires. Yeah. So why would you want to not? You're going to try to sneak your way out of contracts and then get kicked out of Skechers because it's a you're like, come on. No. First of all, also, who fucking no one buys Skechers. That's what his uh, next album is going to be called. <laughs> Sneaking out of Skechers. No. Mind beautiful, comf, twisted fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kicking you off. <laughs> You're going in a timeout. I've been sitting on that for a little bit. I know you have. I know. That's I why you brought Kanye up. Yeah, that is exactly the reason. And it's, hey, at least it was a good segue. We're talking about the same topic. Are we not? Are we not talking about the same interesting topic? We're moving on. I don't know if it's interesting, but it is tangential to well, what we've been discussing. We're gonna, we got to hurry up because we have a few more moments before our, the live finishes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, this yeah. is the thing we're going to talk about. Yes. One. Fuck you, Tiffany Haddish, because now Tuka and Birdie has been canceled. Actually, uh, actually, um, it turns out Tuka and Birdie got canceled because of the uh, gutting of animation from uh, Warner Brothers due to yeah, the discovery. But I'm sure that Tiffany Haddish's scandal played a part. Fair enough. Okay, fair enough. Okay. I, I'm sure it didn't help. It didn't help. I'm sure it didn't help. And also, fuck them for gutting all the animation because that was a really good one. Wait, did Inside Job also get canceled? Uh, it, It's coming out with another season, but there's no word on if it'll have a third. But what's the other one that I was liking that got Close canceled? enough. Close enough. Mm -hmm. And then what was the one that you started watching that I wanted to start from the beginning? Oh, uh, uh, Infinity Train. Yes. Fuck 
y'all yeah. for, for deleting all this good adult animation really, that we really need in our series. lives. All these good series. It's ridiculous. And they canceled Westworld. But what's like, and we after and, the and fourth season. I had just season. started getting into it with you watching it. I was yeah. enjoying it. Yeah, uh, and the and it, and it's and it leaves off in such a way that like. It's not even a satisfying conclusion to it's the not. entirety of the story. Like, it was a cliffhanger. You could clearly tell that they had another season or two's worth of ideas. I hope they somebody picks it up and they can just like keep it going. Maybe, maybe Netflix or something. Um, and then, uh, oh, what is this about Criminal Minds? Criminal Minds, my favorite FBI procedural with serial killers is coming back. Boom, 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 boom. It sounded like you were doing love and happiness. <laughs> it sounded like you were like, well, I mean, I will have love and happiness if my boo Spencer Reed is back on the show because I love him, Matthew Grubler. Um, you know, I love my shows where yeah, the FBI's finding. Stop. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All these X Files bullshit First that you. Of all, Files is an amazing program. No, she got me watching this episode of X-Files with some fucking mongoloids beating the shit out of this black detective and his wife. That shit was disturbing as hell. They're driving around listening to 1940s music (laughs) and then like they're they're fucking hillbillies and they got their mom underneath the bed like fucking sawed off all of her fucking legs and arms and shit like that. They were fucking her and shit like that. Like disturbing. It was it was so dis and this is in the 90s. This was going on in the the 90s after The Simpsons. was so good. And I'm glad that I could rewatch the episodes now because I'm far less afraid than when I was a kid. Fucking, I'm I'm watching this shit. I'm just like, what happened? What, what does this have to do with aliens? I thought this was it's, an alien it's show. It's not just aliens. It's every weird, Sometimes creepy thing. chupacabras in there and shit like there that. There are. Remember that one with the little black little leeches that were inside people's bodies i'm always looking people coughing up black goo out of their out of their asses and shit like that yeah fall into tables they were just humping each other they were not they were humping each other okay but now out their criminal minds i'm very excited for this black panther soundtrack yes it's already out it's already came out today yes um we should listen to it after this yes i agree it depends on how late we're gonna stay up that's because we are we i'll ask you this off mic okay um Yes, so looking forward to that, mm-hmm. and um, Rihanna has a new song on it. I liked it. The, the internet we interwebs were kind of on the fence. Mm. I think because most people were expecting like you know work, 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 and you can't work, you can't do that to this song. It's a it's but it's song is specifically for like I think the funeral, so can you I, wouldn't be able to dance to it anyway. Can I love with you about something? I am a little bit afraid of going to see the Black Panther movie. Why? Like, I know they're going to do a great job with the follow-up to Black Panther, uh, the first movie. Yeah. My fear is that I'm going to be so overwhelmed with grief at the loss of Chadwick Boseman that I'm not going to be able to properly appreciate the movie as it stands by itself. Well, I think we're gonna, we are probably just going to have to see it more than once. I'll probably have to see it more because than once. Because the first time I'm going to be crying, I'm going to be weeping. This the is going to month- be the first Disney <sighs> Marvel movie that's going to probably take six months to go on Disney+. Plus Because yeah. you know it's like every like two or three months yeah. now. Uh, this one the, I think is going to be out for a long Thor time. The Thor one came out really quick. Yeah. Like, Maybe because nobody saw it. Yeah. 
Uh, but this one, I'm going to be weeping because the thing is, not that he just died in the movie. He said he's died in real life. Yeah, it's And both. it's just like such a poignant, beautiful person inside and out. We've not heard anything negative about this man from the time he was at all the stories I hear from people who knew him when he was at Howard to knowing him in Hollywood, like, it was just that he was a great man who loved his family, loved his friends, did the best he could for his community. He just kept his head down and did the work and, and, just, and put in all these uh, portrayals. I remember watching him at the, um, when he, during commencement and yeah. just, like, being like, yes, I'm charged up! Like, he's just amazing and just, you know, it's it's going to be both a joyous time to honor him and if this is going to be like the time that we get to have the funeral with him and and everybody else who loved him and i think that we just have to prepare ourselves emotionally yes because we're gonna be sad and just recognize that like thank god for chadwick boseman that thank he god for chadwick added boseman. some joy to our life he he kicked off the new um black superhero like something that we could all look to with this beautiful black cast of people mm-hmm. and i'm just like i'm just grateful for what he did for and even though it's like yeah like he was someone chose him but like he embodied this role and he took it and he ran with it and made it into something just like otherworldly the first good black superhero movie because those Blade movies are not the that first great. Blade. They do not hold up. The first Blade was good. Those, <laughs> and, and and we have to respect. We'll respect we gotta we'll, watch it because it's we'll, been on our list. Because yes, but we'll, Blade, I, we can't. We have to put respect we put on Wesley res- Snipes. Blade, name. you know what it is. He Blade cut is a through. lot. Blade is a lot like uh, the first Spider-Man movie. Yes. Okay. And that it, it, it it's it's campy. Like okay, it, it has it some camp. It has that ra- fucking blood CGI. raining down. Well, I mean, like, yeah, 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 vampires that, are vampires, yeah. exploding weird. Yeah, that big. Well, but I will say, huge, I will like, say, Boba it, was, Fett. it was it was still better than Meteor Man. Oh, but I love Meteor Man. I love it too. Wait, what was that one we were watching with? Is that Blank Me- Man? Blank Man. Uh, I love. I Blank love Man. Blank Man. Yeah, me too. Um. All right, so y'all. We'll be right back. We will be right back with more of the Black and Sturdy podcast after this uh, message. You're listening to the Black and Sturdy podcast. It's a take a shot. We now return to the Black and Sturdy podcast. Here's to the best podcast in the world. All right. Shout out to Eric Alosa. Sorry, I'm not saying your whole name because I don't know if you want your whole government out there, but Eric, thank you for being here. Thank you for being a friend. Travel on the road and back again. Your heart is true. You're a pal and a comforter. I hope you're doing okay uh, in Cali. It's been a long time. Uh, message me after this and uh, yeah, just uh, just to say hey. Anyhow, as we always do at this time, I oh no. uh, yeah, I no. can't. Anyhow, uh, here we go. I will never find another lover sweeter than you, sweeter than you. And I will never find another lover more precious than you, more precious than you. Girl, you are close to me, you're like my mother, close to me, you're like my father, close to me, you're like my sister, close to me, you're like my brother. 
And you are the only one of my everything. And to you, the song I sing all my life. I pray for someone like you. And I thank God that I not a do. And all my life, I pray for someone like you. And I hope that you feel the same way too yes i pray that you do love me too can i tell you why the song is sad why he goes out of his way to say how much he loves this individual only to then really hope that she reciprocates (laughs) yeah that is that is that is ridiculous. It's a little sad. It is a little sad, but I mean, what are you gonna do? Uh, here we go. All right. Um, so we are in uh the top. We're we're going to get into our mental health segment. Yes. But before we do, we're going to do our usual questions, questions, questions. All right. Why are you asking all the questions? <laughs> asking, asking all the questions. Why are you asking all the questions? Assuming. All right. Have you ever been attracted to a teacher? Why is this? It, it keeps starting it's, from the beginning. But it's not. I've checked it. Okay. Do you want me to check it again? Rashad is back, I think. Hello, uh, Rashad. Hello, Rashad. Hello, Would Eric. you like us to me to check it again? Uh, yes. Real quick, while I answer that question. Uh, I feel like we've asked this question before because uh, I have a distinct memory of uh, uh, what what's it doing. Okay, uh, I have a distinct memory of being like uh, saying Miss Imes from my middle school. Mm. Uh, she so was, maybe we access to like when we do our usual just like game night or something. Uh, <laughs> game night. <laughs> I haven't been in a game night. Can I tell you a little Side creep point. thing? Yes. Uh, like maybe a couple weeks ago, uh, what I did was uh, I changed my name on game night mm-hmm. as a guest. <laughs> and I just popped in just to, without my camera. Mm-hmm. I just popped in without my camera or my audio. I popped in to see what was going on. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, they, they looked like they were having a good time. Well, next, well, okay. We should what? join another one. It's fun. It's family game night. Uh, okay. <laughs> um, did, so you finished your question? Yeah, 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 yeah. Your phone just being weird. No, it didn't. Live ended. It says that live ended. It's, I don't know. Anyhow, um, so now live again. Now live again. I don't know why. Oh, let me put on. Wait, it, Odie. I thought it was on. Why wouldn't you? Why might just be I on? Oh my God! My head right round, right round like a bucket, baby. Right round, round, round. Are you ready? Odie, sometimes. What? Sometimes I wonder about you. Why I'm so amazing? No. Perfect. It's an. It's definitely a joy a, to be it, around. It's definitely an adjective, <laughs> but that is not it at all. Um. Have you ever been attracted to a teacher? Yes. Well, actually, time out. 
Because I, I thought about this. So many of the people our age are just teachers. You know what I mean? Okay. So technically, I've been attracted to a lot of teachers. But teachers that you, were your teachers. Okay. All right. Well, then my teachers, Miss Imes. So shout out to Miss Imes. I'm not sure if she's still doing it. I would say, okay. Lord knows I wouldn't. In high school. I'd give up. We all had a, cho- a ch- uh, we all had a crush on Derek, our, um, both the, our senior year Bible teacher and um he was the bible the bible teacher and also choir director he's uh he's on broadway he was he he was actually working as um the he was on lion king as mufasa um for a while and i feel like he's been doing like family of the opera or something recently um shout out to you derek but then in college i had a super big crush on my journalism professor ron nixon um Talked about this because you've talked. Yeah, because he was with the New York Times, and I just thought he was so cute, so just. He used to wear like a little. The same joke that I want to make now. What was it? Ron Dixon. Okay. He had like he used to wear like a little hat, and and it was just like he had his hat. He was alpha. He just was like he just had like BD. Yeah. Yeah. And it was just like you know what? I get that whole like Dixon. Okay. Okay. I got the fact yes. that, like, you know, like, the whole being, like, in, enamored with your teacher because he's so smart. Yes, he's yes, yes. So, Like, he just was super cute. Like, loved him. Um, so, yeah. that. But you know what? This is a mental health question. Why is that the do-it-yourself therapy question? I think that is a pretty good question to ask somebody when it comes to self-care. All right, I Are guess. you taking care of yourself by, you know... Fapping off to your teacher? I was going to say doodling your teacher's name plus your name with little hearts around it in your journal. But no, first off, this is No Nut November. (laughs) We are steep in No Nut November. So you want to know something funny? Today I saw somebody, she's like a doctor or something. Mm. She She tweeted out. Maybe it was last year that, like, No Nut November, like, the whole premise behind it is stupid because yes, it really it has no scientific background. And this older lady messaged her, responded and was like, are cashews okay? Oh, that's cute. <laughs> it was very cute. That's very cute. cute. And also a little sad. Um, but, you know, I, I appreciated it. Yeah. Um, okay, but now we're going to, I don't know which drop it is, so. That's a really good question. Uh <laughs> You don't know your drops, my friend. For you know what, I'm. I'm just saying you love them so much, you would think you'd have them at the ready. This so is our I'm, mental health section. Uh, of course, we are mental health uh, advocates, advocates, not experts. not experts, and we check in with each other to make sure that we're, you know, uh, you know, getting the most out of our therapy sessions, getting the most out of our self care. Uh, doing our due diligence uh, because we feel that mental health is very important on it this is. podcast. It is. And uh, if you are lucky enough to check out uh, a therapist. Um, therapy for black girls, therapy for black men. There's so therapy many for black girls, therapy for black men. Uh, there's also... Um, the Loveland Foundation, sometimes yes. you pay for it. Yes, yes. So there are a lot of resources for... Therapy does not... We want to at least remove the stigma within the black community. Yes. Of it's very therapy. accessible. It's My, an accessible thing. I have thing. two black therapists, and they're black she as does. fuck. Yeah, they're black as fuck. They're loud as fuck because <laughs> sometimes you take your therapy in my apartment. 
and I don't be trying to overhear, but sometimes I overhear. So <laughs> I don't, I don't be listening. I'm just like, but like you're, I'm in, I'm there's a I mean, whole room I can hear you in well. between, in between my room. So I can, just, I can hear you talking. Sometimes. Yeah. Okay. I don't try to. I'm like, I try to keep my voice low. <laughs> you can't, because because sometimes I'm just be like, oh, like this week she just <laughs> she just destroyed the last limit that I had on my patience, <laughs> and I'm I'm just gonna snap eventually, <laughs> and for all the joy that I bring you, sure, <laughs> let's call it that. Let's call it joy. <laughs> Um, okay, so how have you been this week? Because this been, has been your, what, is this your second, this, third week without therapy? Yes, so this is like my second and third, uh, it's been, it's been tough. Um, and you know, <laughs> it's been, <laughs> I have a drop. It's been. So, uh, it, it, it's been a little bit rough. I'm off my medication right now because... Uh, wait, you had them calling in. What happened? It's still t- not there. It's not there. What the fuck is going on with it? You called in a week ago, more yeah, than a week ago. I know, I know, I know. And what the hell, UPS or USPS? Where are people's packages? Yeah, with important things inside of them. I'm actually, uh, uh, your tracking numbers don't work. Tracking number doesn't work. It's been and- more than a week. DC is not far from New York. It should only take about three days max I'm about to get to something. Reach out to uh, one of my. Uh, I'm. I'm not going to say their name, but they are a good friend that actually helped to facilitate getting my lost item and then having it shipped back to me. Uh, I'm just going to check in with them to see. Uh, hey, like, are you sure you? <laughs> You uh, shipped it off. They shipped it. It just they gotta give you a tracking they number. They didn't scan it. There's no scanning going on, and uh, I'm afraid it might be lost. No, uh, either because like they wouldn't. They, they they. I wonder if it's still at that post office. I mean, it's DC, so you never really know. Yeah, so I might. I have wouldn't to, be surprised. If it was I might have to get my friend to go down to that post office and be like, Ugh, "Hey, sorry." If you have to do that, yeah. Sorry if you have it's to do that, but uh, you know. And again, it's it's not your, it's not their fault. It's my fault for it's leaving. It's nobody's fault. It was an accident. It was an accident. You rec- tried to rectify it as best as you could, and for whatever reason, the stupid DC Postal Service is not working as it should. Just like everything else in DC. So, yeah. Vote next week. <laughs> yes. Vote or die. Because Trump is trying to come back. Shit. So. I have trainings all day on Tuesday. But it's fine. I'm You'll gonna have to I'll, I'll have to figure it out. I have to figure out You'll how I can actually Oh man. Voting doesn't close until late until the evening. I know, I know. Early in the I, I know, I know. You're up at five AM. I have to You are. Yes, I am. Don't tell the world about my fucking sleep. You're waking habits. you wake up early. I'm an I'm an early riser. They don't need to know that, though. Okay. Because then they're like, well, why is the podcast out on time? <laughs> you record on Fridays. Why are you just putting a bulk of them out all at once? Why is it jump from, like, uh, episode 39 to episode 44 in one day? Sometimes people are busy. Okay? It happens. What am I? <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, but no. What? How is your being sleep? Uh, you haven't yeah. been on your mental. You haven't been on your. I haven't pills. been on my. I haven't been on my meds. Uh, uh, luckily, I haven't had any uh, issues when it comes to uh, like my blue period. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, that hasn't come up, and uh, I I will say, uh, I did feel a bit of mania. Um, come on, but I think I've weathered that mm-hmm. fairly well. It's just, it's just a matter of mitigating it. Yeah. Um, you know, certain tools that I have to to mitigate that shit. So, and I think you know, you've been working out and exercising is helpful. And that's exercising helpful. has been helpful, even though it's my body's sore. Yeah, but my my body is uh working out is definitely good my, for mental health. Oof, I was about to sing a song, and that's gonna be in my. Gripes. Gripes. Um, but uh but yeah. Uh overall I've been fine. Uh I haven't needed to go to my therapist because she she said I can go to her anytime. Mm-hmm. Uh I've been weathering my mood and uh, you know, like everything like that. Uh I would say I wonder if that's why I've been so sleepy, but I'm it's, oh, that's sleepy. just me. That's You're just who I am. Sleepy. Yeah, I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a ant in the wintertime, baby. From that story of the ant and the grasshopper. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm actually not sure if that makes sense. I honestly cannot remember the ant and the grasshopper story, so I'm just taking you at your word. I think that, all right, the grasshopper plays around all summer and the, oh, ant, the ant builds its builds nest, its and, nest and, like and, yeah. and gathers all the food and shit like that. And yeah. So that's, that's me. I'm, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. I am fine. I am weathering two major things uh and hopefully i can get my medication soon mm-hmm. hopefully i'll be in a better position in uh n- not too long of time yes yeah i believe you will thank you how have you been my dear um i think i've been good i feel like i've been a pretty even keel um still searching for a psychiatrist so i can get meds I am kind of worried though because like Adderall is on Adderall and some other ADHD medicines are on super back order because yes. you know I was listening recently to a I think it was a Pop Smoke song and he was talking about oh. okay um, he was talking about um, <laughs> Adderall rest in peace Pop Smoke and I was just kind of pissed off because remember I told you I was reading that book. Um, uh, att- love, lo- uh, uh, attention, a love story, and she's talking. This is basically this author who was. She's a writer. She was like getting out of Adderall and and misusing it, mm-hmm. and it just makes me really angry that so many people who do not need Adderall use it for the funsies. And then when I go and I need medication, I have these fucking doctors accusing me of being some sort of addict. When I could barely remember to take the shit when I have it in front of me. Yeah, you're. I'm bad very bad. I'm bad at. I'm so bad at taking pills on a regular. Hence why, TMI, I have an IUD. Because I can never remember to take medicines. And it's, I, I didn't want to. I, I can't chance certain things. So I had to make sure that I was going to ha- be secured. And if they could ha- put a, a Adderall IUD in me, that would be great. Like, can we figure that out? We're making drones everywhere. How about we figure out a way to insert the medicine in my body 
so I don't have to remember to take it. And then also, you got to call them and, and like, refill it every three months. Sorry. I, I misunderstood what you meant. <laughs> because, no, at first my, re- my response was going to be, what does that have to do with you taking medicine, uh-huh. just being careless with your vagina? But then I was like, oh, Jesus Christ, that it's not a UTI. (laughs) Jesus Christ. No, I've actually never had one of those. And they're very actually easy to get. If you wear, remember the episode of um, Of, 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 uh, uh, Big Mouth? Big Mouth? Yeah. You wear your sweatpants and leggings too long. You go to sleep with underwear on. You, you, you. There's a okay. lot of things that can throw your pH okay. off. Okay. Uh, oh. What is it? Is it a lot of things that throw? Yes. Your p- Damn, it is tough being a woman. Vaginas are Maybe very that's sensitive. The, why didn't I get my pen during the break? Damn I it! Know. I don't know why you didn't. Sorry. Um, it is tough being a woman. Vaginas and that's the name of this episode. I guarantee you it's not going to be the name of the episode <laughs> once I upload it Tell onto us, the podcast. Please write in if you remember the name that he says and what the name is actually titled. Um, okay. Eric O, please. I know you're not here anymore, but you were here at one point. Please um, remind me, bro. So, okay, so how have I been? I had a really good therapy session yesterday, mm-hmm. um, and we were talking about uh, trust. And how, like, I... How many of us have it? And I recognize Mm -hmm. that, like, I have had historically lots of trust issues. And there, and it's like, it doesn't matter, like, who it is. Whether it's, like, my family, my friends, romantic partners. Like, people telling me like how they feel is something that is, I just do not believe them. And I think that like one part of that I was talking to my therapist about was I am a very observant person. So I see how people treat others and how they treat others is how I think they're going to treat me. Mm, And so interesting, interesting. When I see people lying to other people, um, like when they leave talking bad about them and stuff like that, it, even if they would not do that to me, it's harder for me to trust that like when they say, yes, I like you. Yes. I love you. That I would believe that they would, would, would also be able to think that about me because I'm like, I'm, I'm very observant of other people. And so when I see that their actions don't line up with others, in my head, I'm like, well, obviously when I leave, there must be some some things that are going on. And there's not like one thing that has caused that, but we did touch on, I'm not going to say it obviously on here, but there was one thing we touched on that was very pinnacle in my um, adolescence mm-hmm. that definitely like eroded the trust that I have for people. Um, and look, and kind of the, the fear of like, if people are, if the people who you are expected to trust don't feel trustworthy, 
then really who can you trust? And then adding on just like layers of quote unquote evidence, you know, of friends being shitty, partners being shitty, even sometimes family being shitty that now, even though I do, I always try to give people the benefit of the doubt that there's something in the back of my mind that says like, no. And I'm grateful for, like, this is why I love my black ass therapist. Um, Cause I jokingly tell her she reads me <laughs> most times we're in session. And she does. Apparently she does. you got to stop it, putting your therapist on speakerphone. Well, okay. <laughs> you know, Cause she's just as loud as you are. <laughs> and I, again, I'm in a whole different, there's, there's a whole foyer <laughs> between the room that I'm in it's and the room that room you're in. The yeah. And meanwhile, I'm over here just like, I'm just trying to watch uh, Big Mouth, <laughs> and all I hear is just stuff that I'm not going to repeat on this <laughs> podcast because, you know, it's a privilege. Well, thank you. I appreciate you. Um, but I, I realized that, like, I have been working on my trust, working on the trust of myself, um, and just believing what I feel Mm-hmm. And believing um, what working on believing what others say to me and not taking um, this quote unquote evidence that I have as fact. Yes. Even though like I'm I, I feel like with my ADHD, like one, I need a lot of clarity all the time. I always want clarity and then also like not taking the things that I see and and like recognize of other people as fact and especially as how they're going to impact me. Right. Um, because I think that even with some of my like the people that are like the closest to me, I have struggled with like, does this person actually really like me? Does this person actually really love me? Even though like I know like they should, but the those feelings of being distrust of distrusting um, that they're going to keep that love for me and those feelings, even if sometimes I'm at my worst or maybe I'm, I might be annoying them or obnoxious or whatever. Um, and those are things that I've, oh, I've thought about. And those are like, it's like an amalgamation of different traumas. It's friend trauma. It's family trauma. It's partner trauma that has just like, rained on my parade a little bit and as joyous as I try to as I I feel like I am on a regular basis and as much like I feel like I put out so much love into the world because I have felt what it's like to be on the opposite side of that and I don't want anyone in my life to ever feel unsafe unloved uncared for like in my presence Mm -hmm. Um, and also like always giving, trying to give people the benefit of the doubt because I feel like I haven't gotten the benefit of the doubt Mm -hmm. and I'm just, I'm grateful for therapy for all the lessons that it's teaching me and the thing that it's over, it's uncovering that I may not have realized because I think that those things that I didn't realize were causing some forms of like self-sabotage. Yes. 
um, in different ways. And so, like, for me, like, I'm never, I'm just trying to thrive, okay? I'm in my thriving 30s. I want to thrive in every way, in every part of my life. And I'm grateful to have therapy to help me figure out the things that I have been missing or have been overlooking or maybe overthinking um, so that I can be my best self and be the best self and, and for the other people around me. And I saw something very interesting today that someone said, and they were like, the way to help others be better is for you to be better because you can be the model for them. Yes. And that's what I want to be. Like, I want to be the model for other people, whether it's my family, my friends, people who just see me as like, it doesn't matter what you've gone through, what's happened. You can always come out of it on the other side, be better, and like figure out a way to help others through their crisis, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I think that this week has been both a there's been a lot of emotional labor that I've been doing, but also um, that emotional labor is. I imagine that's what like I is how I was not in the room when my nephew was born. Happens, the rumor happens, but I gotta imagine she said no brothers and sisters. <laughs> yeah, Never. my sister has said I don't want anybody. Close anywhere when Kata comes home, I'm just trying to be stress free because you just had something come out of your body like a whole alien. Oh yeah, no my 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 sister was just like, no, I don't want any more of this ever again. Like, oh well, yes, I mean, like, listen, birthing no. is traumatic. Yes, it is. It's a traumatic experience in the Bible. I forgot now, I'm, and I'm not going to quote Uh-oh. you where it is. Oh lord! But in the Bible, I forgot where it says that like a it's like. Comparing a woman giving to birth is like dying like so many times because it's just such a it's such a transformative, traumatic, joyful, beautiful experience that like you can't labor is one of those things that like if you've gone through it, I you you get five stars in my book because going through that is just whether it's a natural birth or a C-section, it is something just inexplainable. And the things, the times when I will be uh, talking to my sister and she'll be talking to me about like different like symptoms of pregnancy, I'm like, wow, we, if you give birth, you should be guaranteed $1,000 a week. Right. Bare minimum. Yeah. Because the thing for for life, at least until your child's 21, like that should be your child support for creating a life because it's no joke. Like it's, it's the, everything that I've learned from my friends who've given birth to now my sister, like that being the closest person to me who like recently giving birth. It's just like, this is, it's a lot there's a lot of pressure. There's a lot of stress. There's a lot of things going on in your body that you just, you deserve to have like a weekly allotment of like, this is the something I'm going to take to care of myself because an alien just came out of my body. Which, I grew an alien and shot it out of my body. Which is why Odie said at first, we need a Logan's Run scenario where 
Uh, if you turn 65, then that's it. You are hunted down and you are excommunicated from the community uh, so that we can pay these women to give birth to people. Pay them $1,000. Where's that money going to come from? Social Security. How are we going to be able to pay it from Social Security? We got to get rid of all the people who are collecting Social Security. 65, y'all get sent to an island where you have to fend for yourselves in a Lord of the Fly scenario. Number one, women are not only people who have babies. Sorry, individuals who have babies. Number two, I I am not co-signing whatever this Hunger Games bullshit is. I've always heard of Logan's Run, but I've never watched it. Is it a book or a movie? It is. I know it is a movie. I know it as a movie. It might be a book, too. Okay. Well, no. No Logan's Run scenarios, please. And thank you. Actually, I... I it actually might be a pretty good but idea to do the a name of, Wait, but what was the name of that movie? Oh, was it Devil's... Uh, the Devil Takes a Holiday, where there's, like, at a certain time... It wasn't Logan's Run, because this movie came out... I think it might have been Black and White, where they have, um, after a certain age, you die. It wasn't Logan's That's Run. That's Logan's though. Run. No, there's another one, but it wasn't Logan's Run because it was black and white. Oh, well. Okay, I, I don't know I don't this know. black listeners, and white bullshit. Re- send us the name of this movie. We're going to look for it. Hey, listeners. Um, do some homework for us. <laughs> do some homework for us. Okay, so are you ready to go into our next segment? For sure. Here we go. And this is Gripes right here. Bring it. What? We gripe it. We're not griping anywhere else. We gripe it. This is space for us to share. We gripe it. We ain't griping anywhere else. We gripe it. Uh, uh, uh. All right. Um, I went first last time. You went first last time. Okay. My gripes. Number one. TMZ. On your fucking disgusting clickbait bullshit. There is no reason that anybody anywhere outside of an investigative detective should see videos or pictures of someone in their last moments being taken away. Twitter as well. Like there's, but the thing is they didn't get, they, oh, well, maybe they, some of those people got it from the, from Twitter. like, Whatever, but like TMZ posting it, like, where is the journalistic integrity? Twitter definitely was no, all over Twitter. Nobody, I there's no reason that I should have ever seen one, uh, uh, Kobe Bryant and Gigi's last moments in the air and crashed on. Like, I, I had nightmares for weeks about that, and I even had to talk to my therapist because it was giving me so much anxiety. Going to TMZ, reading about Takeoff being shot, and seeing the pictures of Quavo dragging him to the side, trying to, like, help him. And then they had the videos out. There's there's no reason for it. I am not a detective. I'm not going to be able to look at those videos and give you any other information. And it is, it is I feel like, inhumane to see people being murdered especially seeing black people being murdered and that being like a source of entertainment news. There's never a reason for it. It's, it's, it is 
feels very dystopian to constantly see death as if it's just like a like a, a a breaking news story and like here's a new flash let me show you someone's last moments it's not needed i had woken up early to take off videos of him like like i guess immediately after he got shot of just his lifeless body on the ground quavo in the background screaming like I saw that. I'm like, so glad I didn't watch that video. I'm it, it, it's horrible. It, it was it was all over my timeline. It was uh, not my timeline. It was all over the algorithm that yeah. was, was provided to me, and it was disturbing. It and is it was upsetting, disturbing. and it fucked me up. And I feel like in some ways, like when I was younger, my mom didn't let us watch movies like Jason or Friday and any of those things because she was like. Seeing people murdered is not normal, and I don't want you to be desensitized by that. Seeing people, like, there's a difference between seeing someone murdered and seeing a dead body. Death is a natural thing. It happens. Like, you go to funerals, you see the dead body, okay. But seeing someone in their last moments is not something that any of us need to be privy to. That is a private thing. If you're detectives, sure. But there's not me watching that. I'm not helping the case. All I'm doing is traumatizing myself or even worse, desensitizing myself to death. And there is something to say about the desensitization or desensit. I didn't pronounce Desensitization. Thank you. Of seeing black bodies murdered. And with like, now there are plenty of people who might see that and be sad, but then there are people who are going to see that and make jokes and make it into a meme or make it into anything else because we all handle people's deaths differently. And when you're looking at something through a screen, it removes sometimes the humanity from it, yes. which is why people can be so nasty and disgusting to each other online because you're not seeing each other as a person. It's a, a commodity or it's just a, it's just like, oh, that's funny. Like it's a movie. Someone's death is not entertainment. There's no need for it. I'm sick of seeing it. And I just wish that TMZ would be so bankrupt by the different families they've caused harm to that we would have them no longer. Because it's, there's no journalistic integrity there. And it just, it makes, it's disgusting to see constantly. Also, now I don't have her name because I can't get it on my computer. But... Um, do you remember the OnlyFans model, the white OnlyFans model who had Rachel Dolezal? Sorry, because she's also on OnlyFans. No, and I'm very glad that I never, and never seen. I am glad that I have not about that made any purchases to that. <laughs> no, this is the white uh, model from Florida who was dating or in a relationship with a, a Nigerian American who she shot and killed. And it was, um, they were trying to say it was a domestic violence situation. I remember that story. I remember that so story. So audio came that. out recently from his family's lawyer where she, it's a recording of them arguing because he saw, apparently they were on a bike ride. He saw some woman, the woman's, or the woman saw them, said hello to him. She's angry about that. So she's cursing him out for whatever reason. Um, and then she calls him a nigger. Mm. And... 
it just it it just infuriated me again the way that white privilege can just allow you to get away with so much because she we still the, the case is still ongoing. She hasn't a she's I I, I want to say she might still be like in holding because um, they had arrested her, but like we have not gotten any real charges. And if the if it was reversed, I cannot imagine black man murdering his white girlfriend and being this still to this day months and months after there's no charges really filed they're not like on death row and it's like so many people were like oh and this is unfortunately black people were like we don't care because he didn't say he said he didn't like black women anyway and it's like unfortunately we have to continue having these traumatic experiences to people who were doing nothing but minding their own business. And maybe they might have been misinformed and had some anti-blackness. Like, that's unfortunately something that black people around the diaspora have to deal with. But the fact that this woman was allowed to kill him, go back to her regular life, and it was only social media that made it, like, a thing for them to arrest her and get all these different things out, and she's still just, like claiming innocence and it's just like whatever when she was clearly racist because there's like the fact and this is for everyone who's in an interracial relationship doesn't matter if it's a white and a black person a white and an asian person a white and a hispanic person like if you are going to be with somebody from another culture there's there would be never a time that i could imagine calling somebody like the worst thing that you could say to them and be like, oh, but I love you. Yeah. And I feel like so often that happens. I've seen it plenty of times where white women will want to have a mixed baby of any kind but have no desire to unlearn any of the white supremacist bullshit that they have co-opted throughout their life and then they have children and end up fucking them up because they never took the, the time or deigned to think of themselves as anything besides this privileged white person. And now they're just like ruining other people's lives. And it's just, it's very frustrating. Yes, it is. Um, and I need everyone to do better. Um, I mean, I just, I feel like this has been a very trying week. It has. It's it been has. very trying um, I want every, I want black people to stop listening to stupid idiots who are misinformed. I want white people to just do better in general, go take a class, something. And like, just everybody just do better. That's it. Do better. Do, do better. better. Okay. What about you? What's going on? So without any context, all I'm going to say is this. If you are at a party and you have not properly sanitized your hands, <laughs> please don't handle the snack. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to leave that as it is. Uh, yes, I agree. With no uh, additional context. I agree. And additionally, it is very upsetting <laughs> at a party <laughs> to have R. Kelly play. Oh, God. 
We were recently at a party, and then a block of R. Kelly music was playing. Ugh. To which one of, and this was a black party. This was a party with black people, obviously, because I don't think white people or uh, uh, younger generations give a fuck about R. Kelly. Uh, One of the patrons of the party was like, he is such a genius. He's fucked up, but he's a genius. And it made me feel uncomfortable. Yes. I had to go to the other room. Yep. Because I, I, I was getting sucked into... It was one of my, obviously, before he was revealed to be a monster, mm-hmm. but it was one of my favorite R. Kelly songs that played. I'm not going to sing it and now. And the problem is R. Kelly's songs are lyrically and, and the sound I are really good songs. I myself s- starting to sing it reluctantly. Like, uh, like I remember I, you were there, and you, could you tell that I was reluctant yes. singing? I was like, Because that's, uh, it's, it's like... There's the same way, like, how I feel about Kanye right now sometimes. Yes. Like, it's not that the songs are not good. It's not that they don't have a great melody, a great beat, all the lyrics are good. But, like, the the the, the issues behind the music. There are certain artists that you <sighs> can't divorce the music from the art. Yeah. yeah. It's very difficult. It is extremely difficult. And in R. Kelly's case... I absolutely, after finding out what he has done and all watching all the documentaries, and, and in fact, a lot of those documentaries are just like, apparently, some of those songs are just straight up inspired by some of the heinous acts that he, yeah. was, he was doing. Yeah. And you could hear it in his lyrics. It's upsetting. Yeah. It is an upsetting thing. And it so, throws you off your enjoyment of a party. So, organizers. Please. CJs. Please. There's actually a really good article that I was um, reading. Uh, it might have been on Vulture where they were discussing how DJs feel about playing uh, uh, Kanye West. Mm. And they were saying a lot of DJs have uh, moved themselves, uh, like have, have pushed themselves away from uh, playing any stuff. I mean, we've talked about this Kanye. before. What? What Kanye songs have DJs really been playing? Well, at like 2000s parties. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, maybe at like a 2000s party. Yeah. But like right now, like there's not, you know, nobody's going back to Gold Digger. Nobody's going back to Power or or Monster or, you know, like I... Hey, I'll I'll sooner play Big Pimpin' and that song is misogynist (laughs) as shit. Yeah. Gonna play with the dick in the truck. (laughs) I mean, but nobody's an abuser on that song. Nobody so. is an abuser on that song. I'll take it. Apparently, they're just abusing abusing Jay Z's dick in the truck. Don't play with the dick in the truck. That's always my favorite line. Ugh, I know it is. Okay. Um. Well, is that all that's making you angry this week? That was very disrespectful. How you handled those Doritos, sir? Very. That I don't even want to and touch I'm not, a bag of Doritos. I'm not, I'm not getting into it. But I don't want to touch a bag of Doritos. I've I just, seen what I, I saw. I just saw a gentleman handling Doritos while I know that his hands were disgustingly dirty. And it and it just it just Yuck. upset me. Yuck. It was an upsetting sight to see. But you know what? He was the Riddler, so. So he was just doing an act of uh, social terrorism. Yes. <laughs> All right, so now that we finished what makes us angry, get to our favorite part of the show. I'm the 
love that song. It's a good song. So much. It's a good song. It's a fun song that we found from Thank you, John, John Oliver. Oliver. Thank you. From Because it's a ridiculous song. I should not enjoy it the way that I do, but God only knows. It was never meant to be taken as a joke. <laughs> and yet here we are. I love it. All right. I want a baby version. Oh my yes. I remember when we were figuring out all the yeah all of the various that was a, you know what that was a good day that was a good day you you know what the day was so much the day the fun that I had in that day outlasted the amount of walking that I had to do you were a good sport until I reached my limit you and did. said fuck this I cannot but we found walk seats. anymore we found seats we found seats we chilled. We had the delicious pizza. It it was very delicious. I'm so upset that they don't deliver all the way over here. But we should go over there and get pizza again. We won't walk. We won't walk. We'll take an Uber or the ta- or train or bus. Better not walk. Cause We're not going to walk. I'm not doing that to my fucking feet. You should have put your Dr. Scholl's in. I did have my Dr. Scholl's in. How dare you? They're not built for five hours worth of walking. Was, it was literally an hour. It was, it was an hour. Not an hour. Maybe two. It was not Maybe. It was a day. We made a fucking day out of it. How dare you? <laughs> what can you do for yourself? You don't have the concept of time. <laughs> I like walking. I bet you fucking do. It's enjoyable. You're outside. It's a nice oh day. God, it's the, it's the <laughs> worst. You should be happy that you have legs that move when uh, you want them okay, to. Okay, mom. Okay. And, you know, there, I'm are, just saying. there are there are uh, third world countries out there that don't have milk. Okay. So, hooray. G- g- you g- can walk on you, legs. Hooray. You, be grateful. You've become a parent. You've become every Whatever. fucking parent from the 90s. You have legs. Be grateful you have legs that can walk. Be grateful you have legs. I'm just saying. You look like those. You look like those fish from from SpongeBob that were like. That's what she looked like. Okay, so um, back to it. What are you happy about this week? As always, I enjoy doing this podcast with you. Uh, I enjoyed that we got a chance to uh, hit up two parties. Yes, we did. They were both fun. For Halloween, I was just as MF Doom. I was Sailor Chibusa. Chibi mini me. But is she also a little bit Chibusa? Sure. Which makes um, sense because I'm Odochi, Sailor Chibusa. Okay. All right. We're going to watch Sailor Moon at some point. <laughs> okay. And then what else? Fighting evil by moonlight, winning love by daylight, never running from a real fight. There's a one named Sailor Moon. Okay. Okay. Uh, what Shout else? Shout out to Samantha McManus, who was the one who introduced me to Sailor Moon in third grade. So, uh, as uh, th- this week was actually a more chill week, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, so that might be everything that happened in the week that I'm grateful for. Okay. I'm grateful. Oh, you know what? I'm grateful for the relaxing, stress-free work week because this next week is going to be a bitch. It's not, you're ready. 
You've got it on lock. We'll see. You're going to do amazing. All right. Is that it? Yes. All right. Things that made me happy this week. Numero uno. Doing this podcast with you. It's always the highlight of my week. Yes. Um, also, our very fun Halloween shenanigans. Yes. Love that. Halloween's one of my favorite holidays, yes. so I always love being able to like go out and do stuff. I will it's say, a good holiday. I will say, Halloween is a very fun holiday. It is. To, somebody, I was walking on, we were walking on the street, I was in my MF Doom, and someone shouted from the car, MF Doom! And I was like, oh, thank you. Exactly. I was afraid that nobody would get it, because I was MF Doom the previous year, and went to a very Manhattan party. <laughs> like, oh, are you a gladiator? <laughs> Okay, that's gladiator. And I'm like, why would I have a gladiator on my shirt and be a gladiator? Like, whatever. It's, you know, you never know. It's fine. Um, okay, and then also, what else? Um, oh, well, okay. This is the number one thing that's making, well, not number one. But, you know, this is number one. Number one thing that's making me happy this week is my baby's coming in a week. Boo, boo, boo. We have one week till Kata's here. I'm so excited. My baby's coming. So excited. I'm so excited. We need to get you some lessons. What kind of lessons? Rhyming lessons. I don't need rhyming lessons. Yeah, you do. I don't. Yeah, you do. My baby's coming in a week. I'm very excited. Here comes my baby. You could have done that. Um, by this time, you can also do baby, 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 no. baby, baby. No, no. Would not have been that. I would have not done that. By this time next week, I will have my baby here, and I'm literally bursting with joy. He's gonna be so fucking cute. I can picture his little chocolate head. And I feel like he's going to have a, I feel like he's going to look like my baby brother, Oni. Mm -hmm. I call him baby. He's freaking 21, but whatever. He's yeah. going to be the baby forever. My baby brother with his little, when he was born. He's a he rap stallion. <laughs> I met had, him multiple times at this point, And boy, oh boy, is he just the. He's so cute. Just the. Who, he Oni? Is, he is. He's so cute. He's not cute. He's cute. He's a. He's not cute. He, I, he's a he's a he's a he's a bit of a he's a scamp. He's a bit of a scamp. Yeah, that's he's what a I, scamp. Was I was gonna say ne'er do well. But, but just thinking of like of when he was born, his little round chocolate face with all of this like this mound of curls on top, and that's how I envision my baby coming. Well, it's probably gonna be bald when he comes no. out, right? Only he had a lot of hair. And so I'm thinking that it's always Kate weird is going to have a lot babies of hair. have hair. All right, sorry. Anyhow, continue. Just floating in the. I feel like Kate is going to have a lot of hair with just like hair and nails coming. In. Yeah, they're weird. They're aliens in there. But she has not Every had. Every time you say aliens, I know you want to break out into <laughs> alien superstar. Um. Okay. So she didn't have that much heartburn. Well, she's had heartburn, but maybe she doesn't have so much. So it depends on how much hair. Because apparently, like when women have, when people who are having babies have heartburn, it means the babies have a lot of hair. So we'll see. But I just know he's gonna have a little cute, little chocolate round face, 
like I she just sent me this baby picture of my brother-in-law that I could literally picture his little I just picture it I'm so excited like my heart is already bursting at the thought of him um and then something that made me also really happy this week one of my best friends Tamara shout out to you is visiting from California. I haven't seen her in maybe, well, since the last time when I was in California, that was about two, three years ago. Um, very excited to see her. We, She is definitely like a quintessential part of my adulthood in New York. Mm-hmm. And it's just, I, I, I'm so, like, my soul is so full mm-hmm. whenever we see each other again. Where's Tia? You mean Jerondiki? Wait, what did you say? I said, where's Tia? <sighs> I fucking you just... <sighs> anyway, Tamara, I'm very happy that you're here. I'm so excited to spend time with you. Um, We're going to have lots of shenanigans. Our, I feel like the, the, the like... The tagline of our 20s was me, Jeronica, and Tamara having shenanigans. That was just it. It was just random shenanigans around the city doing a bunch of strange things. And it was great. Um, So I'm very excited that she's here. Um, And, yeah, I feel like that's all the things that have been making me happy. All right. Well, that's everything. If that's everything, then that's everything. Everything is everything. So, listeners, uh, thank you for, uh, once again for joining us for another episode and installment of this podcast. Viewers, thank you for being here. Uh, thank you for watching this. Either you're watching this live or watching this after we posted it. We appreciate it. And we will be back for another installment next week. And until then, we say so long, farewell, adidas, and goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks for listening to the show. If you'd like to contact the podcast, you can reach us via email at blackandsnerdypodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram and TikTok at blackandsnerdypodcast, as well as on Twitter at blackandsnerdy. You can find me, Maurice, on all social media under the handle Licorice is Legit. That's L-I-C-O-R-I-S-H is Legit. And you can find me on Instagram. It's that's O-D. T-H-A-T-S-O-D dot E. And on Twitter, T-H-A-T-S-O-D underscore E. And don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to us. Tune in next time to the Black and Study Podcast, where snurds of a feather rock together. Remember? Bye. To- <laughs> no, this is keeping it. We're keeping this in. Don't forget to take your meds and your subs and drink water. Bye. I actually want to keep that. <laughs>